Hey guys, back with KB and the boys, episode number six. Um, pretty solid week for the boys last week. Couple people weren't great. I don't need to name names. They don't want me to. Downing raised his hand though, so I'll name his. He went one and two last week. Fell to second to last though in the polls with Holmberg. Holmberg is hot right now. Holmberg now tied for third. Um, so on top is Fletcher at eight and seven, who went three and zero last week. Uh, Tate is seven seven and one in second. He went o two and one. Schmidt is also seven seven and one. He went two o one. Me and Colby tied at seven and eight. I went two and one. Holmberg went three and zero. Miller next at six and nine uh, with a two and one record last week. Nick is four ten and one. Went two and one last week though. And then like I said, Carter five and ten, one and two last week. So we'll start. I'll read off Nick's since he's not here. And then I'll let everyone else go. I'll go last since Holmberg chose me to create the shitty Thursday night football parlay. I had to do it though, because we got to hit one of these at some point. So I had to do Thursday, had to do Thursday night football. KB, who was at the top and who went three and last week? That was you, buddy. Yeah, thank you. So Nick, Nick has Baylor minus three. Uh, they are down seven three right now to West Virginia. Uh, he's got Clemson minus three and a half at Florida State, which I really like, and then he's got Arkansas. Money line basically because it's a pick 'em at BYU, which I also like. So those are Nick's picks this week. Um, Fletch, I'll let you go ahead with yours since you're at the top. Uh, I think I went all, all NFL this week. Yeah, uh, you did. You did. Do you want me to give them to you? I feel like the college football slate kind of scared me. There's so many ranked games, and college football has been weird this year. I got the uh, I got the Chiefs uh, plus two and a half against the Bills at home. I mean. The Bills' defense is a little banged up. Winning with uh, not as great weapons, so I got the Chiefs at home. Um, I also got New England plus two and a half on the road. They've been playing really well, really good defense. And then I got the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars plus two at Indianapolis. Indianapolis is so hit or miss, and Jacksonville is not a bad team. They got good weapons. They could beat anybody week in, week out. So I kind of like that game. That's what I got this week. All right. Uh, Tate, I'll let you go next since you are second in the poll standings. All right. Well, like I said earlier, Skylar Thompson is absolutely awful. So I have the Vikings. Um, actually, I changed it. I have the Vikings minus 10. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> That's a I have the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys plus six and a half at the Eagles. We ride. I like Cooper Rush. I like what he's been doing. The Cowboys look better with Cooper Rush, better than they do with Dak Prescott. Well, no, we look better with Cooper Rush because we have one of the best defenses in football, though. They run the football, play good defense. That's how you win. Of course. Well, why didn't they do that with Dak Prescott then? Because they paid Dak. We were also also down to Tampa Bay, had to throw the ball. We haven't been down in a lot of games now since Tampa. And my third one, for some reason. My third one is the Buffalo Bills over three and a half total touchdowns. Ooh. Three and a half TDs versus the Chiefs. So what are the Chiefs I think the Buffalo the... Bills come into Arrowhead and beat the Chiefs by 10 points. I'm not going to lie. Wow, Tate. Can't even let heard those words. All right, so there's Tate's three. Vikings minus 10. <laughs> Cowboys plus six and a half, and Bills over three touchdowns, three and a half touchdowns versus the Chiefs. Holmberg, I'll let you go next. All right. 
I don't even know what I want to do, but the the college football, that's what I've been picking. And I didn't really like the slate this week. God, I love this. I didn't like too many games. But I think I'm going to roll with Tennessee plus seven and a half. I don't know if I can get them at seven and a half. Uh, but if, if not, I'll just have to buy like half a point. I saw it at seven. Yeah, I mean, I, the, I, odds, the, odds, like the, the odds won't change that much. Yeah. You buy a po- half point. So I'm going to take Tennessee plus seven and a half. And then Clemson minus three and a half. I like that pick. <laughs> And Florida State's frauds. I agree. I don't think Florida State's. I mean, Wake Forest's shitty defense held them to twenty-one points. Yeah. So yep. I mean, Clemson's got one of the better defenses in college football. Yep, and DJ's been playing a lot better than he did the past two years. I would agree. And then I'm also going to ride with Tate with the Vikings, but I'm not going to do minus ten. I'm going to go with minus three. Minus three versus the Dolphins, all right. Now I'm going to feel very smart when they win by 14. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so yeah, Holmberg's got Tennessee plus seven and a half versus Bama, Clemson minus three and a half versus Florida State, and Vikings minus three versus the Dolphins. Miller, you're up next. Uh, well, I think college football's been treating me pretty well, so I'm going to stick with it. Really? I'm going to take Kansas at plus eight and a half. Against Oklahoma. Is Jalen Daniels playing this week or is Bean playing? He's doubtful. He's doubtful, but he's probably not playing now. Jason Bean got the start today. All right. So Miller, Kansas, plus eight and a half. Jason Bean had an incredible half of play. He He did. Uh, He did. I don't have complete faith in him, though. Then I'm going to take Tennessee Moneyline. Tennessee Moneyline versus Bama. Yeah, I, I, I usually never bet against Old St. Nick, but I think, I think this weekend's the weekend it happens. And then I'm going to take Oklahoma State money line. I like that. I think TCU's getting a little bit too overvalued. I think Oklahoma State wins outright as well. All right, so Miller's got Kansas plus 8.5 versus OU, Tennessee money line versus Bama, and Oklahoma State money line versus TCU. Uh, Carter, let you go next. Yeah, I was looking at that KU spread, and who is playing quarterback for Oklahoma? Is Gabriel back? If if Gabe's back, then that's the only way that line even half makes sense. But I don't know. I just it's hard to bet on KU. Can't bet on the cats. Can't bet on the, the cats this weekend. Decade. No betting on the cats this weekend. I uh, they're minus, minus seventy five on the spread against the bye. Yeah, can I pick take the cats? I take the bye week against us in the spread. <laughs> Um, two college football, one NFL. I've got Florida money line. I got that as well. And then I'm gonna go with the Homer pick here and take Syracuse money line. And then I progressively we get lower and lower in points. I just have the Vikings money line. Vikings and I'm gonna feel like an idiot when they win by 13. Yep. All right, so Schmidt is not entered, so I'm guessing he's not coming. So I'll go with my three, and then we'll go with the parlay. Uh, I'm going Florida money line as well. I don't think LSU's that. I don't think Florida's that good either. But at home, I'll take them on the money line. Uh, Chelsea money line at Alston Villa, and then the one I really like. I think the Bengals bounce back. Money line at New Orleans minus one twenty six. I like the Bengals. Um, I like that a lot. 
I just think I think they're gonna they'll find they'll figure something out this week. New Orleans defense has not been as good as people thought it was gonna be. They've been giving up I a lot of a lot of big plays. I don't think the Saints are that good. No, I agree. Honestly, and they gave up the score four touchdowns. They gave up Gabriel is expected to play this weekend. Okay. Um, I just think New Orleans gave up a ton of big plays to Geno, and I think if they let Chase and if T, even if T Higgins isn't playing, I still like the Bengals. I mean, Tyler Boyd fills in as their number two, and he's a stud. Hayden Hurst, their tight end, has been really good this year too. So I just Joe think Mixon's the Bengals Bengals get it done. I wouldn't even be surprised if they win by a touchdown or more. Honestly, Joe Mixon's been sneaky, really good. Well, this they've, year been, they've finally been running the ball a little more week by week, and they should because they, they have their 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 offensive line is built to run the ball, not to protect the quarterback. They have good run blocking alignment. Like in them running the ball, it just opens stuff up for their studs and receiver. I mean, I don't exactly because right now, because of how many big plays they had last year, every team's just completely playing too high over the top and not letting Jamar Chase get free. So you got to run the ball to open it up. And I think they figured out a way to do that. They can control the clock more because their defense is very average in my opinion. I I would agree. They can control the clock more and start getting the play action game, which is what makes them really dangerous. And Kenneth Walker, the rookie for Seattle, ran all over New Orleans, so I'd expect Joe Mixon to do the same. All right, so for the panel parlay, uh, very tough. Uh, wait, wait, I'm here. Okay, go ahead. Jesus, really? <laughs> go ahead, Schmidt, with yours. Uh-huh. Okay. Nobody wants to hear your picks. Kansas, anyway. here's, here's Schmidt's locks. Kansas plus 8.5, Kansas right, money line, Kansas over 30.5 points. There's Schmidt's three locks. Okay, you. So, with uh, you being back in action, we got tonight. Oh, oh shit! My phone died. Um, the Golden Knights minus one and a half. It is the home for the Golden Knights. The Blackhawks are terrible. They just got pounded by the avalanche and though it was ring night for the avalanche i mean they look terrible everyone gets pounded by the avalanche yeah exactly. and the blackhawks might have the toughest early season schedule in hockey right now so you're laying minus one I, and a half the golden knights are good dude and home opener i think they're gonna they're gonna lay the law home <laughs> they're gonna make the playoff okay. kansas plus eight and a half versus ou Five and one against the spread this year. Two and zero on against the spread on the road. I don't think OU is all that good. I'll take eight and a half points, whether it be Jason Bean or Daniel Jalen Daniels behind. It'll be Jason Bean and Dylan Gabriel. It doesn't matter. We're gonna we're gonna cover that. All right. And then I don't know. I don't really have a third pick, but I'm just gonna say I do like the. Michigan, Penn State, under 51.5 points. I think it's going to be a run-dominant game, and it's going to be pretty low scoring. That was under under 51.5, correct? Yes. Both like those that. teams just run the shit out of the ball. They have like the highest like time of possession in the country. It's going to be an old-school Big Ten ball right there, guaranteed. Penn State, like Penn Penn State wins 17-14. Literally. Uh, so Schmidt, so Schmidt, Schmidt's got Golden Knights minus one and a half versus the Blackhawks, Kansas plus eight and a half versus OU, Penn State, Michigan under fifty one and a half. So okay, panel parlay. I didn't want to do Thursday night football, but we got like I said, we got to hit it at some point. And it's absolutely one of the worst games ever played on Thursday night football. I mean, Bears, Bears skins terrible. So I have, I so I did, so I did one. This is the, the first one. Commander, the commies. Commanders. The commies. 
Um, so I had the, okay. So I had four picks in that was plus six seventeen. So I locked that one in and then I did another one where I added an anytime touchdown to spice it up. So if you want to take the anytime touchdown one, you can. So we'll do the, the one that I like the most. So Dave Montgomery, I know this is dicey because Holmberg picked over on receiving yards for a running back and it didn't work out well last week, but Dave Montgomery over 15 and a half receiving yards. He's averaging three catches a game for 26 yards and he's only played four. I like Curtis Samuel, over 46 and a half receiving yards. His lowest total this year is 48. I also like J.D. McKissick, over 21 and a half receiving yards. He's averaging five catches and 31 receiving yards a game. Carson Wentz on Thursday Night Football in his career, 6-0, and averaging 296 passing yards. I'm going to take Carson Wentz, over 200 yards alternate. He's only thrown under 200 once this year, and that was against the Cowboys. He threw 197. That is plus 617. If you want to spice it up to plus 2136, throw Justin Fields anytime TD in there. I kind of like that, Justin Fields. Anytime I threw. Touch. I did. I did both. So I did the regular four, and then I did the four adding Fields. I like the four because the Redskins throw the ball. I don't care. You know their coaches talked a bunch of shit on Wentz, but they still throw the ball forty times a game. Who do we like to win the game? I like the. I like. I like. I like the Skins. I like the Skins like to win the game. I like the Commanders as well. I don't like you the Bears like at all. Commanders. Yeah, I mean Carson wins money on Thursday Night Football. He's the opposite of Kirk Cousins. When he gets on Thursday Night Football, he's a dog. Okay, if you like Carson Wentz at two fifty yards or over over the two twenty nine and a half, you can take that too. I just did two hundred to be safe because he is Carson Wentz. He could throw four picks tonight and one hundred and fifty yards. Does Antonio Gibson not get Antonio Gibson is now on special teams? He's their third running back. Really? Yeah. So Antonio Gibson is basically not playing. That's why I have McKissick gets all the receptions. Brian Robinson, their rookie, is their he runs the ball. And Curtis Samuel has been Carson Wentz's favorite target this year. When he has the most the receptions. Zone, who scores? For the Skins. Is it Brian Robinson? They don't score in the red zone. They're one of the worst red zone teams. <laughs> it's all long touchdowns. They don't score in the red zone. And I didn't really want to take a receiver for the Bears because Justin Fields has no time, and he th- throws for about 100, 100 yards a game. But he does dump it down a lot. Dave Montgomery averaging three catches a game. I'll take my chance that he can get over 15 and a half. He gets three catches. Well, as long what, as he is, get a what is J.D. McKissick's? 21 and a half was McKissick. It was J.D. McKissick, 21 and a half. Curtis Samuel, 46 and a half. Dave Montgomery, 15 and a half. Carson Wentz, over 200 yards. Alt, alt yards. That was plus 617. And then if you add the fields anytime Tud in there, that's plus 2136. I would say if you do an anytime touchdown for... The skins, I would honestly probably lean either Samuel or Brian Robinson, to be honest. I need you to say it slower. Okay, so you want me to go through it slow? Yes. Montgomery. I've got Samuel and McKissick. Okay, so, and then Montgomery, over 15 and a half receiving yards. Got it. And then Carson Wentz, over 200 alt-passing. All right. You could take the 229 and a half because I think he goes over there, too. I wanted to put Fields over 170 and a half passing yards because the Redskins have the second to worst pass defense in the NFL, but I can't trust their offense at all. They throw the ball 19 times a game. You can't trust a team that only throws that. He had his best game against the Vikings, surprisingly. He actually went over 200 yards passing against the Vikings somehow. Carter, that's embarrassing. Who are you talking about, Carson Wentz? Yeah, well, did you hear the, did you hear the parlay? 
Yeah, I heard it. All right. So that is the parlay. I Like I said, if you want to throw the fields anytime, Tud, it spices up the odds a little more. I put five on that one, throwing him in there. Um, does anyone have any other bets they like for college football? Yes. What do you got? I had five games written down, and I went with two of them. But the other three were KU plus nine. Good bitch. Um, really, Schmidt? Just Purdue, respectful. Purdue minus 13 and a half I against do. Nebraska. I had that one down as well. I do like Purdue. I hate to do this to Fresno State because at the beginning of the year, I thought they were going to be my go-to, my Chattanooga football, some might say. But they lost their starting quarterback and have been absolutely god-awful since then. So San Jose State minus eight and a half. San Jose State's not bad either. Like, San Jose State's pretty good. Yep. I think they'd probably hammer them too. Uh, I like Coastal Carolina, minus 12.5 versus Old Dominion. Um, and like I said, I like USC over Utah. I don't think Utah is that good, and I think USC's defense has gotten better each week. I think I think they beat Utah in Utah. That will be a tough environment, but I think USC gets it done. Anyone else got any college football plays they like or NFL? Yeah, yeah I do. Go ahead, Schmidt. I like – bro, you're not going to like this. But I do like Utah minus three against USC. That's fine. I guess we can clash. And then I also like Maryland minus 11 versus Indiana. I was leaning the opposite. I liked Indiana plus 11. Call me, call me crazy. Like the worst pass defense. Call me crazy, but I like Michigan State plus seven and a half versus Wisconsin. I know Michigan State's been downright terrible this year, but I like them to cover at home against Wisconsin. I like Kentucky. Plus three and a half. And are we fading the best spread team in the NFL? Falcons are plus five and a half against the Niners. They've covered the spread every week. No, I would I would not. At home? At home? Mm-mm. I don't mind the Falcons at plus five and a half. The Green Falcons Bay almost Falcons almost beat the Bucks last week. Should have had a chance, got cheated out of a chance. Sure did. The second worst call of the weekend that was. <laughs> Only behind the KU miss call. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that one, and then also Chris Jones is. I mean, Chris Jones. Fumbled, well, Schmidt, obviously, obviously, Chris Jones should have put the ball down, braced himself, and then picked it back up. That's obviously what he should have done. You no, know, he should have took him out to dinner, set him, got him a nice Chardonnay, and then kissed him later on the cheek. I love how Derek Carr <laughs> thought it was a good call at the time. Yeah, gently yeah, laid him. Derek Carr loved that call. Yeah, and then after the game, I guess him and Chris Jones are boys. He told Chris Jones he can't believe they threw that flag. <laughs> That's electric. I like the there Ravens. Aren't Chris Jones being friends. Chris Jones should They should just do. Yet you can nut tap the quarterback for a sack. Oh, that that wouldn't be nice. Just I, like, a quick I like the Ravens minus five and a half against the Giants too. I do as well, and I don't know why. After they screwed me, I don't out know. Of that I don't know either. I don't know either. I just can't seem to understand why the Giants are four and one. I mean, I know they've played a fairly easy schedule, but. I can't seem to Jets plus seven against the Packers. Interesting. I like the Jets plus seven as well. I interesting. The Packers just don't. Well, they they just don't score in the second half at all. At all, they don't score in the second. They scored zero points in the second half, I believe, or two because of that safety. I mean, they were they had twenty in the first half and they ended with twenty two. So I don't know. Don't the Packers are a bit weird. I know the Panthers are bad, but 
the Rams are equally not as great. Eleven ten point, oh, favorite. ten point seems like a lot. But yeah, I don't I don't like uh I don't I'm not betting on that Rams because I could also see the Rams absolutely shitting on the Panthers too. But I could also see the Panthers keeping it close. I I'm debating on alt spreading the Cowboys to like two and a half point favorites almost. Let's not get let's not get crazy. I got a baseball bet. Let's not get crazy at all. Oh yeah, let's Braves see. Braves the World Series. Well, I got that, of course. Um, I got the Braves tomorrow. Odds are not good, but uh, hammer the Braves. Money line, minus one and a half. Minus fucking three. It doesn't matter. Oh, it's chilling three. <laughs> Three's a lot. <laughs> well, what happened? Did it get rained out tonight? Cleveland Braves and Yankees? Plus one and a half right now. Cleveland and Yankees get rained out. I got to wait for my parlay. I already hit. Yes. Did, Houston, yeah. did Houston win? Uh, I don't know. I, had I don't the, think the Yankees are going to win on Friday. I had the Strohs and the Guardians in a parlay. Dude, Shane Bieber's pitching? He's going to be dealing. Yeah, exactly. The Guardians got rained out. Did the Strohs win? Somebody check. Can't look at my phone. Please tell me the Strohs yes, won. Yes, they did. And ba- Baylor, Baylor's getting on him right now. Baylor, 10-7. 10-7, and they're driving. Oh, good, because I got Baylor two Dude, and a half tonight. I love the Braves at plus one and a half. I mean, are you kidding me? They're minus. They're plus right here. All right, let's just all pray that we finally They're hit. Plus. We yeah, finally hit a Thursday cool. night parlay tonight, okay? Remember, the Fields one The fields, the fields one doesn't count. The Fields one's just extra. Just hit the first four. I know uh, it's only 613, but plus Did you see what the, the Pat McAfee show boost was tonight? Was no, it over 37 and a half points, right? And it, yeah, and it's called the Let's Be Positive Boost. <laughs> Dude, I don't know if it goes over that. How do no, the Bears? No. I mean, I just don't know. These teams are terrible. Has McAfee's boost won once yet this year? I don't remember. I think he, yeah, they, they won. won they won on a shitty one that was like plus one hundred odds. Yeah, it was last Saturday they yeah. had one. That hit. the first one I bet on it, and they gave us all our money. Respect, my buddy. Five to win a thousand last week. Every leg hit except for Chris Stone's sack because it got. Oh, that's paid. brutal. Absolutely Ruff, brutal. It Ruff, was sick too. Roughing the pass, roughing the passer with the ball in his hands. It's incredible. Yeah. First of it's first first of its kind. So you, you think refs come out and they they just start not calling it anymore? Well, I'll tell you what, the, I I told I told the I told the Holmberg and all them that the Chiefs were going to get get the they were going to get the whistle in the second half. And they did. They did. They absolutely got the fucking whistle. Well deserved. Arrowhead was booing. Oh my! Did they boot for fucking fifteen, twenty straight minutes? (laughs) Absolutely justice that that backup kicker knocked in that fifty-nine yarder at halftime too. That was electric. (laughs) What a leg on that guy! Piped that too. That was good from down Bailey. That was good from seventy. He piped. Schmidt, I just wanted to publicly um, congratulate you on your fantasy start this year. Oh yeah, congrats, Schmidt, five and zero. Oh, saw that. It it ends this week. Sorry. Thanks, guys. <laughs> you know, for being just the, the underdog in the league every year, that means a lot to hear someone that's typically yeah. at the top say something like that. Did you and uh, Holmberg Schmidt. make your yearly bet for the regular season? <laughs> no, he's too scared. Schmidt, oh, come on. He knew this year. We don't think you're the underdog. Oh, I think you're the other. Did you see Antonio? No, Br- did you probably. see Antonio Brown's post about the Cardinals logo? Yes, that's what we think your logo is. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it.
to it like about him and AB probably have about the same amount of CTE grade. <laughs> AB no, no AB has the most CTE of all time. I don't know. Two is rigor mortis on the field. Is <laughs> sick. I didn't know he knew how to sign. <laughs> he hit his head so hard he joined a gang. This podcast just got off the rails. Just got off the We're rails. We're getting taken down. <laughs> yep, time to, time to close this one up. All right, guys. I can't believe you're not riding with Rocky Top this week. Fletch, what do you think about the Rocky Top bets, huh? I don't know. Never better than statement in the third Saturday in October. Dude, the iPhone wasn't even out last time Tennessee beat Alabama. Come. <laughs> They're coming out in the all-orange, though. The last time they played Alabama and beat them, they wore all-orange. Yeah, in 1929. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Almost They're undefeated in all-orange. Almost 100 years ago. Get the cigars out. You're going to see Sonny and Saban ripping the at the end of the game. I wouldn't be surprised either way. I wouldn't be surprised if Tennessee covers the spread. I think they can keep this, it close. This one by seven. That's fine. I, I think Alabama Will win by seven. Goes up this game. Knows why he's going to be the number one pick. He's going to be all on. He's going to be all over Hendon Hooker. You think? Yeah. Tennessee offense is good though. I mean, the only thing that Tennessee has going for him is Alabama's quarterback is horrid. He cannot throw the ball to save. His well, what's his name is going to play though? Well, Bryce Young's probably going to play. He's playing. Yeah. He's out. I, it's, no, I read that. I read that he was questionable yesterday. They thought he had a good chance of playing, though. Yeah, I saw where he was. Okay, Bryce going to play. He has zero chance. If if he's eighty percent, they. Miller, you sure to... you want Tennessee money line? You don't want to take the seven and a half? Well, yeah, I'm riding Rocky. <laughs> Rocky top. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll end it there. Thank you, oh. guys, for listening. Peace.